What's going on, everybody? This is Positive Anger with myself, Nathan McIntosh. Whoa, Daddy! Sitting here with green tea. Uh, having, a, having a good time. So, okay, look, before, before, there's a couple things I want to talk about on this podcast. Um, a couple of things. One, I want to get um, business out of the way, as usual. So, again, thank you to anybody who's donated for uh, uh, to the podcast for a sticker. Anybody who would like a sticker, donate any amount of money to the podcast. Go to my website, scroll the bottom of any page, donate any amount of money. I will send you a sticker. There are going to be some baby dog Christmas cards available again this year. Now, th- this is th- these are these are limited. These are now these are now limited. They so anybody would like a um a Christmas card, uh email me or or um um DM me or whatever on Instagram and uh I will try to make sure that you are in the position or position the possession of a baby dog Christmas card because here we are we are we are looking at Christmas limited numbers and I guess depending on how many people want them can figure out how to get more but right now there there are not there's not a lot so email me at positiveanger at mail.com or on Instagram Twitter whatever how, however you get a hold of me but uh, do try to get a hold of me if you'd like a baby doll Christmas card not a lot of them uh this tonight through this weekend i am in uh baltimore well timonium maryland uh go to my website for details come to the show if you're anywhere near this place and next week december 12th to 14th i will be at uh dr grin's real name in grand rapids michigan which is i love grand rapids great place i think i've been three times in the last couple of years but anyways if you're around there Come out. Yes. Um, I believe that is all of the um, that type of business currently. So, okay. Uh, and as always, if anybody would like a shout out, uh, email me, positiveanger at mail.com or hit me up on Instagram. I mean, I get it. We're all using three fucking sites. There's, there's, there's nothing really else to, to be done. So if you want to message me on Instagram, I don't really care either. But anyways, um, shout-outs for this week. I'm going to fuck up this name, and obviously I don't mean to. Zanay. Zanay in Grenada, Spain. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Greatly appreciate you, Zanay. Zanay is a, if I'm pronouncing that wrong, I apologize, is a new listener to the podcast. Uh, I've been lucky enough to have access to Spotify this year, and I came across you quite accidentally on that platform. I, I'd almost like to know how that happened. What what was typed in to Spotify? I would like to hear somebody that kind of looks like a carrot screaming. Carrot screams. I've been listening to a lot of comedy to help me stay human in this crazy world and to help me through a very emotionally challenging year. I guess that's largely due to my Jamaican mother, who always taught me that laughter is powerful medicine, and lately your work has epitomized that to me. I have listened to hundreds of hours of comedy this year and hundreds of hours of podcasts. Jesus Christ. Zanay, um, I don't know what's going on in your 
life. I hope things are going good or better than they, they have maybe been at the beginning of this year. Hundreds of hours of podcasts. Holy fuck. You know, honestly, to me, every once in a while, it's ridiculous that, uh, you know, that this this thing, this has, there's, hundreds, there's hundreds of hours of this. Hundreds of hours of this podcast that I reluctantly started and have quit four fucking times. And we're coming up on January. I might bail again. I'm not going to bail. Um, yes. Either way, uh, thank you so much tonight for listening to the podcast. In Grenada, Spain, you might be, you might be the uh, only fan in Spain. This might be you. Very much appreciate you for listening to the podcast. And thank you for emailing me at positiveanger at mail.com. Um, now this one, this one here, this person didn't necessarily ask sp- uh, for a shout out specifically. They just sent me an, an email. Um, but I, 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 I like this story, so I'm gonna kind of give it a shout out regardless. Um, now this is okay. This this right here goes out to two people who are listening to this podcast while falling asleep, which I. It's hard for me to believe that that's even a thing that people do. I try to keep this as loud as possible, right? And that is that is solely look. There's a, there's a method. To me, there's uh there's there's truckers out there who nobody gives half a fucking dick about. There's nothing on you, in you, in your house, whatever that wasn't brought to you by somebody who has to fucking pound Taco Bell nine times a week and gets screamed at by a soccer mom who cuts them off. So my idea is keep these people awake, you know? So I talk as loud as possible so that a trucker does not swerve off the road and murder somebody while they're delivering fucking goddamn fucking hoverboards that they don't even have time to use on their own. They gotta drive around all this shit that they don't even get to fucking use. And then some, I don't know, 15-year-old piece of shit gets it for fucking Christmas and they don't even give a fuck about it. Nobody, you don't, all we do, hey man, honk your fucking horn. How about fuck you? I'm driving everything you fucking own halfway around the world. I never see my goddamn family. I'm gonna get testicular cancer because I've been sitting in a fucking chair forever. So I, I keep it loud for these people. But anyways, green tea. So so this this shout out here, um, and that was a deviation here. From, but this shout out here is to two people who listen to this podcast while they go to sleep. Now, they are in a long distance relationship, and this is why they do this, to keep their, their daily routines synced up, their schedules synced up. Each night they listen to an episode of Positive Anger. Uh, shout out to Haley and Riley who listen to this have this podcast every night to 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 stay connected with each other. Yo, so you Haley, you didn't even ask me for a shout out, but to me, I just really like this email. I love that this is a thing that is happening. Period. I want the here's okay. Here's the I want this podcast right to keep truckers alive, and I also want this podcast to keep relationships together people that are in long distance relationships i want them to be able to come to this podcast which is a a beacon of what's that word i'm looking for a beacon of of found a foundation a tr- of a, th- a 
a beacon of foundation, a foundational beacon that goes above and beyond the realm of decency. And just because somebody leaves your house and maybe has to live an hour away, doesn't mean you have to suck on the first fucking person that walks by your house, even if that person has to live a, a, a province away or a state away. It doesn't mean that as soon as you walk into a grocery store and you get hard looking at somebody who's bent over trying to grab the family-sized box of Cheerios, it doesn't mean you just throw that fucking person into the goddamn garbage. So, shout out to Haley and Riley. Greatly appreciate you guys for listening, and I wish you the best. Um, and, um, also this is, um, this is, um, this one was also not necessarily, um, um, a shout out, but I'm doing it because fuck you. And then I have a thing that I, um, I don't know why I said fuck you too. That was myself. You ever catch yourself? Okay. Here's what I, I, I thought about this today. I'm like, man, there's a lot of people that tell me I should not be doing what I'm doing. Tell me that I'm garbage. Tell me that I'm not funny. Tell me that nothing is working out at all. Then I go, holy fuck, that's me. That's just me. That's years and years of fucking whatever, and that's inside of me, and that's the thing that I'm fighting personally, constantly, all the cocksucking time. It's just me. Me. So me saying fuck you was to me. But anyways, um, maybe other people can relate to that in some kind of way because uh, I don't know. It's not like a, a crazy, insane thing. But every once in a while, I'm just like, holy fuck, man. Um, God damn it. Where did this go? I'm looking for this. Somebody sent a message that I wanted to read. It's just a quick message. It will not take a lot of time. Found it. This is from Isabella. First of all, Isabella, uh, shout out to Isabella for listening to the podcast since she was 14 or 15. Now, if I knew at some point in time I was list or I was talking uh, with, correct, correct, with a 14-year-old, I would have swore so much more on this podcast. I would have said, hey, what are you in? Grade eight, math, walk the fuck out of that. Big waste of your fucking time. Here's what you do. You go to a dance and you suck on every single person that you see because none of these people exist once you leave this fucking school. Unless you live in a tiny town of 26, then do not, do not blow 14 of these people because you'll see them every day that you pull into a coffee shop trying to get a goddamn medium coffee with two sugars. The person working the drive-thru was like, hey, didn't you suck on me? And the person honking behind you was like, hey, you sucked on me. Can you just get your coffee and drive the fuck through? It's going to be one of those days. Anyways, uh, obviously kidding. Isabella, thank you so much for listening to the podcast as uh, long as you have. And um, she wrote me to say that she just wanted to say that uh, I've inspired her to start her own podcast. The general theme is around politics, but she's sure she'll probably go off on tangents. Also sending my appreciation to Lady Liz and Baby Dog. And one of the reasons, she said, you're really doing an amazing job, even though you don't like compliments. First of all, uh, again, Isabella, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I greatly appreciate it. And I'm I'm happy to know that anybody has listened to this. I've been like, holy fuck, I'm going to uh, start my own podcast. I wish you the best with it. And I think anything 
to do with po- uh, politics specifically is going to go off on tangents. You know, it's just going to happen. What are you going to do? Oh, Kamala Harris dropped out. There we go. Fun. I mean, you're going to have to jump in a whole bunch of things. Uh, but anyways, um, and the whole compliments thing. When I when I mentioned that last week, uh, it's it's not. It's, uh, uh, I'll be serious with people. So so I am I am pretty weird about compliments because it depends on who it is from. First of all, off the bat, and maybe other people, maybe you can relate to this. I just don't believe it. This just the way that I grew up. Cold, dark basement, water drip from the ceiling. Nothing but a fish heads in a bucket. I, I, I just don't, I don't, uh, I don't, off, off the bat, I don't really listen as much as I should. And, and this is why I say, so if somebody messages me, right? And uh, I get these messages every once in a while, man, on like videos and stuff that I post. Um, you know, whatever, not funny, you, you fucking piece of shit, whatever the fuck it is, right? Those ones uh, hit me more for a variety of reasons. But when people are like, yo, man, this is great, super funny. I'm all, uh, uh, like, it, I have to, I have to actively sit there and look at it, and I, uh, you know, most stuff, the stuff that goes directly to me, not like comments on fucking YouTube or whatever, but the things that go to me, I will respond and thank people. But I do have to take a second to really look at it and go, did they? I just take take it. They mean this. This wasn't, nobody, they didn't go out of their way to say this to fuck with you. This is a real thing. Just accept it. They like what it is. Say thank you and move the fuck on. But I have to take a second to really like go, yeah, good. It's always been that way with everything. And he, uh, there was a, I'm, girl in high school one time told me I was hot. I said, fuck you. I mean, that's not reasonable. That's not how the fuck fucking people should act with compliments. So, um, I, I I say this because I I, nece- I don't I don't I shouldn't have necessarily said that I hate compliments, but they are they are. It has taken me a long time to start to even really let them in and uh, be able to accept them. More green tea. So, anyways, thank you so much, Isabella. I I appreciate you for listening to the podcast, and I I wish you the best of luck with yours. Whenever you start doing it, unless you already have. Um, let me know what it is called and such. Um, yeah. Thank you. Okay, so we are, okay, so this one, this one, um, shout out because it's a, a, a question on a, uh, certain topic. So this is from Laurel. Uh, I'm, be- I'm assuming in Toronto because this is where this is from, but maybe not. Uh, I was listening to last week's podcast and how criminal... It is for someone to spit on someone else. It truly is. If you spit on somebody else, you have to be ready to fight that person. It d- that does not mean anything other than I saw one time. Uh, uh, okay, dude, this. So my a friend of mine when we were growing up, right? We were everybody was kind of fucked up. Everybody had fucked up situations. This man was sort of the most fucked up of us. Um, anyways, he he was dating a woman who was just like, um, you know. <sighs> 2019 says that every woman is uh, a hero, kind of, to a degree. But, uh, you know, on on the the ground, well, let's say the internet does. But on the ground, when you're out there and you look around, there's a lot of fucking bad people, period. And this woman, even at a young age, was one of those people, just not good, evil. You You could see it in her face, things that she said, just not a good fucking person. So, anyways, we used to drink all the 
fucking time. Just that's that's what they did when I was a kid. And uh, one time, me, him, my friend who was dating this woman, and somebody else were like pretty drunk outside of a McDonald's because that's you know that's fucking nightclub when you're a child. We would go to like dances and shit and then hang out at McDonald's or just whatever. So these like adults walk by, like an older woman and an older man, and uh, we're drunk. We're drunk on like one of the little you know, grassy parts of the McDonald's parking lot. And um, this woman said to, because the, the, the evil woman that I was just talking about, the evil girl, was fucking swearing and yelling at my friend, just like going out of her mind, screaming at him, but what, I don't even remember what the fuck. And um, this older woman kind of, ta- like not taps her, but says something to her. And um, she turns around, she's eating fries. And uh, this woman's like, how I kind of remember that she's like, "How old are you?" She's like, "Are you drunk?" And the the evil girl that I'm talking about uh, spit the fries at this woman. Just spit the fries directly at her. Now, there's um, a couple of things here. One, if I'm walking down the street and uh, I see like drunk, I'll say kids. I mean, we were kids. We were teenagers, but we were kids. I see drunk teenagers. I'm not fucking with them. Not talking to him. I'm not gonna go. Let me tell you something. If you don't straighten up, you're gonna have your 401k is gonna be empty, and your 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 debt is gonna be sky high, and you're gonna be sucking on the government's dick. I'm just not getting into it. You do what you need to do to figure this out. I I drank while fucking laying on a rock at 13. Um, and nobody could have told me what to, nobody could have told me any different regardless. Somebody could have sat down. I could have been on, you remember those episodes of like Jenny Jones where they'd have a kid come out and they'd have, uh, Raymond, like, um, Sergeant Raymond or whatever the fuck he was. So like a 12 year old being like, fuck you, mom. I get pounded in the ass every day. I'll do whatever I want. I'll suck this whole room. And then Raymond would come out and scream at this kid and they would always break down and then they'd take him to boot camp and the kid would cry and, uh, you know, then be like a rehabilitated child. They'd be like, man, I didn't know that drinking would lead to having to wear tight, uncomfortable army boots. And they would just change their whole lives around. I remember watching those shows when I was a kid and I was like, you know, hungover or about to drink. I'd be like, yo, this this man ever screams at me. I'm not I'm not changing my whole fucking life because some goddamn guy in a hat screams at me. Scream at me, dude. I'm ready to drink on a rock. So anyways. That's the first part of this. The woman that stopped uh, and had said something, probably not the best decision she ever made. Just be, just in general, like, what are you going to do, hero? Are you going to change a, a child's whole life? Do you think a kid is getting drunk at this age because they're, they're, they're what, what are they? Uh, they're fucking celebrating a promotion? Hey, way to go. You made it. You, you're the CEO of this company. No, their life is in shit and shit. And unless you're willing to really get in there, you got to fucking hold them. You got to hug them, drag them to the ground, and and just hug demons directly out of their body. If you're not willing to do that, do not drive by and, you know, fucking try to save the world. Now, that being said, um, the fry spitting, Jesus Christ, I'll never forget that in my life because it was just like such a horrific thing to see. Just like a, just a... Fries, a mouthful of fries. We're talking, first of all, McDonald's fries are decent, decent for 0.9 seconds. 0.9. And when they're in your mouth, 
I mean, you got to swallow them right away. Or also, it's just like they're garbage. So you're chewing fries and you spit McDonald's fries that were only good for half a fucking second anyway at a human being. I mean, these barely break down. It all—it was just a giant mess of fry into a, a person. It like hit her in the chest and face, and it was um, not good. But anyways, so the third part of this story is that the uh, the older woman um, uh, slapped the the evil girl, and uh, it was the whole thing. Again, I was drunk. The whole thing, the whole like back and forth was was so quick. But when this girl got slapped, she was she was real like she didn't think that was going to happen because she's a fucking teenager who's drinking. And again, you're above the law. If you're under the age of fucking if I mean, we were like 14, 14 drunk, you're above the law. Just do whatever you want. And well, that's what we thought. Anyway, this woman slaps her and she just sort of looks at her and then kind of lunged at her. And then um, her husband or boyfriend, I don't, I don't Broke it up, and we kind of pulled her away, and that was the end of that. But it was, um... Anyway, so, this this girl spit at this lady, fries, and she didn't she didn't think that this older woman who kind of was just trying to be, you know, fucking Mr. Rogers with her was uh, going to hit her back, and, I mean, she hit her back. It was a, it was a, it was a real thing. Also, it was a simpler time, you know? The, it was the, uh, the 2000s. Nellie, Nellie was hot. You could punch kids. Anyways, Laurel... Laurel, um, okay, so, spitting on somebody, yes, back to Laurel's email, a um, lot of tangents here, uh, Laurel says, I was wondering your thoughts on the absolute animal who has been throwing liquid feces on people at the York University and U of T campuses, apparently they caught the guy, which, uh, yes, they did catch the guy, because, uh, so, for Laurel, first of all, thank you for listening to the podcast and for writing in. You were the first person to bring this to my attention, because, um, uh, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't hear about this story a- until one, okay, so, first of all, you brought it to me, and I was like, holy shit, oh, holy shit, that's, uh, ridiculous, but, uh, and then I started seeing p- people I know in, uh, Toronto and stuff, talking about it so apparently they did okay so let's go with this here so first of all she sends me an article to uh yeah cbc news toronto feces thrower so let's get into this real quick they did end up catching this guy 23 year old man charged with assault with a weapon and mischief wow liquid shit is a weapon and i mean i think if you've ever if you have ever had to use a bathroom at a rest area you know good and goddamn well that it is. Toronto police have arrested a man believed to be responsible for throwing feces at five people. Five. The man is accused of throwing a bucket of liquefied fecal matter at passerby, at passersby in three separate incidents that took place between Friday afternoon and late Monday night in Toronto. Samuel Opoku. 23 of Toronto was arrested in Queen Street West and Spadina Avenue. Oh, I know it well. Queen Street West and Spadina. That's right down there by the Rivoli. Uh, there's actually a McDonald's right there at that fucking corner. So that corner, this is going to be a tangent episode. That fucking corner. When I first started doing comedy, so so the Rivoli is right there. Rivoli is one of the first places I ever performed. This is I'm going to get back to this. And um, I fucking ate my full fucking dick 
one time doing that show. They used to have a late night show. It was on Monday, so their Monday show was always great. And then they would do a late night show for new people. And whoever was left from the Monday show as an audience would stay and watch this show. So I went out. Rivley's also a big room with a high-ass stage. So I, I went out. And I could, nobody was really left. Maybe, let's say 11 people scattered all over a big room. You can't see anybody. I just saw candles. And I went out and told jokes for five minutes or whatever and bombed. Nothing. I heard not, nothing came back from the darkness. I talked into the darkness and heard nothing back from the darkness. It was absolute hell. Maybe my first two months in the city, I'm fucking... You know, what was that, 1920, I moved there to fucking do, st- and I just ate my goddamn dick. So I come off, and uh, the host, the host, and this rarely happens, this motherfucker goes, man, he goes, that one joke you did, brutal. He goes, this other joke, I don't even know what you're trying to do with that joke. And he goes, this thing, you can never do that again. And I'm already, like, slumped over thinking that it's all over and it hasn't even begun and then this guy's telling me that everything I did was bad. So I'm like, oh, my God, man. I'm, I'm going to fucking do heroin. I'm going to get on the streetcar, ride from from Queen West back to fucking uh, Lansdowne. Well, um, not Lansdowne. What, Long, Long Branch? That's too far. Fuck. Fuck. I'll figure it out while I'm doing this. It was I was at Humber anyway, the South Campus. Who gives a shit? This is way too much information for anybody. But I left there, okay? And because I wanted to do heroin, and I'm not going to do, what am I going to do, heroin at 20? I, I, there was a, there's a, a food cart, hot dog cart guy. He was out there. And I go, well, I need a hot dog. And I get saw a sausage. I got a sausage, street sausage. And the ones in Toronto are a real party. But anyways, this guy's like, yo, you want the cheese? I go, yeah, fuck, yeah, man. I want squeeze cheese in a bottle. And I got on the street car and rode back to Humber eating a sausage uh, with cheese and ketchup on it, and thinking, like, slumped over, thinking, holy fuck, I just bombed, and a host told me everything I did was bad, and it's all over, and I'm, it's over. So, anyways, I used to go to that uh, sausage guy a lot, because I would go to the Riverly all the time, and uh, one time I go, hey man, can I get a sausage? And I was like, can I get that cheese? And he goes, man, had to put the cheese away, the health, health inspector's out tonight. And I was like, What? So this cheese is, I mean, I mean, I should have known anyway, for God's sake. It's squeeze cheese from a bottle on a fucking Toronto street. But I didn't, you know, I didn't put that. I was like, Jesus, the health inspector. I don't even know why he told me that. Because I'm I'm a customer. Lie to me for fuck's sake. Say, I, you know, I, I didn't hear back from the guys in France. Brie is on, you didn't hear about the big Brie shortage, man? Anyways, back to the article. He was arrested in uh, Queen Street, Spadina area on Tuesday around 6. Police said the man was charged with five counts of assault with a weapon and five counts of mischief interfering with property. He is due to appear in a downtown Toronto courtroom, which I believe, yes, has happened uh, now? It has happened now, I believe. In a news release on Tuesday, police allege a man entered John P. Robart's research library on uh, George Street on the University of Toronto downtown campus on Friday and emptied a bucket of feces over a woman and a child seated at a table. Jesus fucking Christ. It's bad enough. It is bad enough to First of all, I don't even know what this means. If this if this means that a man that a man was just 
full-on liquid shitting into a bucket or if he was just shitting into a bucket and then melting it, liquefying it, and then walking around with a bucket of it into a full-on library? This is... How does nobody fucking see or smell a man walking around with a bucket of shit? How does he get all the way into a library? This right here will be the death of the library. I mean, the libraries are already falling apart because everybody fucking... God, they love a Kindle. I like looking at everything in the exact same fucking format. Every book is the same. Every Everything... Looks the same. I look. I look at my. Uh, I look at this. I look at screens for asses, and I look at screens for reading. All it's all here, man. I'm just burning my fucking face with weird blue light, and I hate books. Why do I want a book? I don't want anything in my house. I just want screens. I want a screen in my hand. I want a screen over there that's like a TV thing, whatever. Then I want that mirror screen that's my home gym. And I got. I want a screen as a couch. So I, I put it on the floor, and then it showcases a couch. And I don't sit on it because I don't fucking want anything. I just want to look at a couch through screens. Anyways, uh, this will be the, the death of the library, for God's sake. That's it. Anybody who was going to go down there and get fucking Treasure Island, not anymore. You go down there, and now you, you could... First of all, you risk the, the, the fact that nobody clearly is, is guarding the Toronto fucking, this, this library. Nobody gives a shit. I mean, there's a guy walking in with a bucket of shit. How in the fuck does this happen? And to dump it on a woman and a child. Wow. Wow, that's rough. A full-on mother and kid. I'm assuming it's mother and kid could be a woman who stole a kid maybe that's what it is maybe this woman stole this man's kid and he said i'll get her back i will shit in a bucket and throw it at both of them how do you like that zach jesus christ i don't even know what you'd fucking do after that i don't know what i would do anyway the police also allege a man entered scott library this guy's just going through libraries york university on sunday and threw fecal matter onto a woman and a man this is just this is just libraries Police further allege a man approached a woman in the area uh, in the area of College of McCall Streets on Monday and emptied a bucket of feces over. I'm assuming you're coming up behind people, right? And definitely if it's on the street, you're coming up behind people. Who the fuck? Just you got to be coming up behind people. You're not walking up. Excuse me, you know what time it is? Oh yeah, fine. And then just a bucket of shit in the face. I mean, my God, does anybody see somebody walking down the street with a bucket of shit? This is the one problem with big cities is that nobody cares about anything you do nobody you walk down the street doing doing whatever you want and nobody fucking nobody nobody bought people just go oh yeah that's a that's a you know seven foot eight fucking naked person wearing a feather boa whoops and then next thing you know you pass them and they fucking grab you with the boa and choke you to death while singing voodoo child and because just because you were like, well, it's a big city, do whatever. Nobody should be walking down the street with a bu with any buckets. No buckets. What is what is the reason to have a bucket? Even a, a bucket of of paint? Maybe, maybe. But I mean, that would be a very small town thing for a painter to do. Just walking down the street, sing, swinging a bucket of paint while they whistle up to the fucking house. Nobody in, in a city would be driving around, wouldn't you? With a with a bucket of paint. I want. I don't even think he walked down the street with a fucking, with a bucket of chicken. Not even a fucking KFC. 
Why? Why you want? You just you buying KFC and then just walking? Look, if you're getting a whole bucket of fucking chicken, you're not a person that walks. This is this is. There's something weird here. I'm gonna say question every bucket. Definitely from this point on, if you see a bucket, say a bucket. Something needs to be done because this is not how the world operates anymore. Nobody walks around with buckets. But in cities, you just do whatever you want. And it is, and it is well, fuck, that's who they are. They're a bucket person. You know, they're just a, they're, they're a bucket man. He's a bucket man. Had to come up behind this person and fucking dump shit on them. Jesus Christ. <sighs> uh, no, the incident... Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, spokesperson for the Toronto Police Service says uh, he acknowledged that the incidents were unusual for the city. Well, that's nice. You definitely don't want to have that in the travel commercial for Toronto. Hey, we got a lot of food. You can come see the CN Tower and look out because you might have liquefied shit dumped on your head and your child's head. But also Drake and the Raptors and all that shit. It's disturbing. It definitely is. It's very disturbing. Let's just call it what it is like that. We are definitely, as an organization, taking this very seriously. Uh, police released security camera images of a man on Monday and Tuesday, but it is not known whether the man pictured is the man who was arrested. Lee said security camera images do help police find people responsible for criminal acts. I want to stress and thank the public for coming forward with information. We've had calls. We've had information from the public with regards to these separate incidents. This is definitely something that is very fresh. Yikes. Our officers are going to do their diligence. And our forensics officers. I mean, what do you do in that situation? What do you have forensics? Like first 48? You got to fucking get fingerprints from the shit? What is the thing that has to happen there? Are going to work tirelessly to obviously find out exactly what this substance is. There will be testing done. That is a real quote. We are going to find out exactly what this substance is. So they're they're afraid that it's something else mixed with shit. Shit's enough, man. I think let's say let's say it's a bucket, right? A big old witch cauldron of uh, I mean this is going back a ways. Let's say it's anthrax and shit. I would still argue that the worst part of that bucket is the liquefied shit am i wrong i think you'd rather have anthrax dumped on your head than a bucket of god knows what shit from whoever the fuck on the street good god i mean you have to change your whole life after that walk around in a fucking bubble or a goddamn hazmat suit forever you, you uh, uh, okay so risk of infection from uh this is in bold there could be more charges laid if more victims come forward and risk of infection from fecal matter is low, expert says. Who is this expert? How do you become an expert in knowing that infection from fecal matter is low? And we could just go, hey, this is a doctor. Also, side note here, another fucking tangent. Is anybody, does anybody get upset at all when you see like a hot doctor on TV doing some hot doctor show where they're like, hey, and I'm not talking about like, I'm talking about every doctor on TV. Hey, you know, people are fucking losing their goddamn faces with the flu this year. We're going to, to doctor fucking hard body. And then they cut to some doctor. This is, this is a, 
either this is not a doctor, which is very plausible because of t TV, or this is a hot doctor. Does anybody want a hot doctor? I want a doctor that every doctor should just be a broken down shell of a human who's been locked in a room reading books and studying things. They don't even have sun. Just have, just have light from one of those bulbs that swings over their head and they eat just ham and cheese sandwiches. I mean, you're studying the human fucking anatomy. You are studying how to fix human beings that are very fragile fucking people. You got time to get hot. No hot doctors. Sit in a room, grow a beard, man and woman, let hair run all over the fucking place, and read the cocksucking books, look at the goddamn journals, and you don't go to the fucking... Anyways, um, earlier in an interview with the Canadian Press, Dr. Isaac, an, infection, an infectious diseases specialist at Toronto General Hospital, said the public's understanding... Understandable concern need not be complicated by concerns for their health. He said that while fecal matter teams with bacteria, that's a great team, the human immune system is well-equipped to neutralize any contact with the substance. Once in a while, a pathogen can slip past the goalie. Canada is a great place. This is a quote from, Once in a while, a pathogen can slip past the goalie and cause an infection, but certainly if someone had exposure... Like this, the risk is still very, very low. Police said officers recovered the bucket used during the most recent incident and have turned it over to forensic investigators. I love that they got the bucket. He'll never get another bucket again, this guy. Even if he does get away with this crime, we have his bucket. Couple things. One, uh, I do... First of all, li yeah, libraries are toast. I mean, this man hit two libraries in a street. He clearly has a problem with books. He either does not want people reading books or, you know, he again, he's he's part of Big Kindle. He libraries in Toronto for a little while. You thought it was a sanctuary. You thought you could get away and use the Internet for free, which you can kind of do anywhere now at all, period. But I mean, if you've ever been to the library in the last little while, it is sort of a it's like a book greyhound station. Uh, there are some crazy people just fucking wandering the goddamn halls. Because you can't. Because there's no security and nobody gives a fuck. And if you want to liquefy your own shit in a bucket and throw it at a fucking child, you go right the goddamn well ahead. So libraries are toast. Two, I like that. I like this idea uh, that this is like one of the big stories in Toronto and I'm not even making fun of it at all. I'm saying th thank God that this is one of the big stories that we have. Because it could be, like a lot of other places, some fucking psycho who, you know, couldn't beat modern warfare and nobody would suck on him, grabbed something and ran into somewhere and shot a whole bunch of fucking people. You know, you'd rather see a lot of mass fucking shit dumpings than um, shootings. So there is there is that as well. And, and, and clearly, they, uh, I mean, it's all over now because, um, you know, they got his bucket. Once they have your bucket, it's over. I still, And that's the other thing here. We need to question people with buckets from now on. What in the fuck are you doing with a bucket? You see a bucket, you say fuck it, and you kick it. You kick the bucket right out of this person's hands. And if it happens to be some regular substance, some regular thing, chicken, paint, what else comes in a bucket? Something like that. You go, hey, I apologize. Dude, I'm sorry. Here's a couple of bucks. 
for your trouble. But you know what? The, how the saying goes, you see a bucket, you say fuck it. And if it is shit, which is probably the better choice, probably after this story, probably the better thing that's going to be happening. I, I mean, I'll tell you this. I don't think I, when I was living in Toronto, I never saw somebody walking down the street with a fucking bucket. I never saw it. Not a regular thing. You know what I mean? Not a like regular thing. There, there, there's a lot more regular shit happening. And there's a lot of things that people could tell me that they saw on the streets of Toronto that I would go, yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I, I get that. Not a guy walking down the street with a bucket. So if you see a bucket, you say, fuck it. And lastly, Laurel asks, if it was up to me, what would his jail sentence be? Wow. If I had to decide the jail sentence of a man walking down the street dumping liquefied shit on people. <sighs> That's a tough one. Because you think you would just go, well, you know, a shit for a shit, right? So you you liquefy a bunch of shit and you throw it in his face. And you go, let's see how you fucking like it. But anybody that's willing to fill a bucket, liquefy it, walk down the street with it, clearly does not have an aversion to shit. Do you know how bad that would smell? Do you have any idea? I mean, the minute that that bucket crossed the door into a library, everybody, I hope, would just be like, I think there's a fucking bucket of live shit in here. Am I crazy? I think. Do you know what I mean? I think there's a bucket of liquefied fucking shit in here. But apparently that didn't happen. So you can't just liquefy shit and throw it at this guy. I mean, what would the prison sentence be? Oh, God, jail sentence B. I mean, um, you're going to need a year. You're going to need one. I think you need a year. You need one year in jail. You need a year. You need one year to, to sit in a room and... Uh, and think about what you did. Also, you're going on an all-meat diet. All meat. No fiber. There's no more fiber for you. You fucked up. You know, they, so, so if you commit a murder, right, you're not allowed in the street anymore because you don't know how to act. So you're out. Uh, if you are walking around throwing buckets of liquefied shit at people, you're not allowed to shit anymore. I think that's pretty fair. I think that's pretty fair. You don't know how to handle shit. The rest of us, Get rid of it. You fucking collect it and boil it down to its most basic form and throw it at people. So you can never, you spend a year eating nothing but meat. No fiber, no vegetables, not one piece of fruit, bananas and steak. That's your whole, that's it. It's your whole deal. And a banana is probably even too much. Get that banana out of here. Steak. You gotta eat steak. Maybe a potato. And that's it. You sit in a room and you you just you never shit again. And when you do shit, it's not a good time. You were like, my God, I will never throw a bucket of liquefied shit on somebody again if this is the punishment. Sitting in a room, eating nothing but beef, being unable to shit, I would kill somebody for some shredded wheat. Because <coughs> definitely that's what this person would do. Getting a bunch of cigarettes together and trying to just get just some kale. I will, I'll suck anybody's dick in here if I can just get a head of broccoli. I'm going to need some fucking fiber. I'll take fiber one. 
I'll take I'll take all brand. I oh man, I will I'll do anything for some goddamn all brand. I think that's a punishment. Sit in a room for a year eating meat. And uh well, I guess that's it. Ugh. So Laurel, thank you very much for sending in the uh, uh, article. I, I I didn't know it was gonna be this much. I had a lot of things I was want to talk about, but uh, did not get to it. Thank you to everybody else who uh, emailed in. And as always, again, if anybody has thoughts, feelings, opinions, shoutouts, positive anger at mail dot com. Uh, if you would like a sticker, donate any money, uh, any amount of money to the podcast, and I will mail you a sticker. Go to nathanmacintosh.com, scroll to the bottom, donate to Positive Anger. Christmas cards, limited. Message me, and I will see what I can do. Twitter and Instagram, at nathanmacintosh. If you haven't already, please rate, subscribe, and comment to the podcast. That helps things. And, uh, yeah. Oh, I wrote a quick review of... Um, I wrote a review of people's reviews of The Irishman on my website. You can find it on my website. Um, and that's this week's episode. I'm going to get out of here now. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Positive Anger. Later.